Let's have a uh, big hand for the uh, other two guys. <laughs> funny, funny guys. I don't like them. <laughs> I don't, I don't like them. Matter of fact, when the first one was on stage, I was in the back with the other guy telling him how much I don't like the first guy. <laughs> and then when he was on stage, I was in the back telling him how much I don't like that guy. Now they both think I just don't like the other guy. I don't like either of them. I don't like the guy downstairs collecting tickets. I don't like him. I was with the other two comics in the back, and I was telling them how much I don't like the guy that collects tickets. Now they think I just don't like the other guy and the ticket guy. I don't like any of them. The valet parker at my hotel. I don't like him. I don't. I was with the two comics and the ticket taker. And I was telling them how much I don't like the valet parker. Now the two comics think I just don't like the other guy and the ticket taker. And the ticket taker thinks I just don't like the valet parker. I don't like any of them. I could do this for an hour and a half. <laughs> it's good to be back here in uh, North Carolina. It was brutally hot today. Unbelievable. You could only leave your baby in the car for like 15 minutes today. <laughs> I played golf today. Yeah, that, that was small. I don't even know why I applied. I should just buy $10 worth of balls, walk by the woods and throw them in. Okay. What a waste of time that was. My golf fantasy is to play golf with a hot girl. Super hot. I hit my ball into the woods. She goes in to help me look for it. She gets naked. I tie her to the tree with her bra, and I get back in the car and finish around without her. So I could be done in less than six hours, you know what I'm saying? I gotta go to Phoenix next week. I was just in Vegas. I just have heat throughout my life now. I hate Vegas, I hate it. Like after two days, it's just a nightmare. You get home, you gotta have counseling. And it's just, it's just, is there gambling here in North Carolina yet? Do you guys have, no? Nothing, not even any reservations, no Indians, no place you could pitch quarters behind a building or, you have the Indian reservations at, and they have casinos. So that means you have gambling here. Do any of you go to the casinos? Well, I guess they're doing well, huh? <laughs> you can't win. You can't, I, my, I can't win. I've worked casinos. I'm not, I've worked casinos. Before I've even checked into my room, I've lost all the money I was making that week. Where would you like your bags? 
back in the fucking car. <laughs> it's so funny watching a couple at a casino. So the husband to the wife, okay, dear, hold this money. Don't give it back to me no matter what I tell you. I don't care what I say, don't give me this money back. An hour later, give me my goddamn money. <laughs> no, I'm not fooling around. You're lucky I even brought you here, bitch. You better give me my money. You're the reason I'm losing. <laughs> Touching my arm when I'm shooting craps. What's wrong with you? Give me my money. All right, give me half my money and the other half do not give it back to me. <laughs> no matter what I tell you. They have nickel slots in casinos. Nickel slots in casinos. How much can you possibly win? Jackpot, $2. Let's go home. <laughs> Do nickel slot players look at penny slot players and go, white trash? <laughs> my fantasy in a casino, it's almost like my golf fantasy. I have a lot of fantasies, but my, my fantasy in a casino is to pick up a hot girl. <laughs> right? Take her back to my room. We get naked. I bend her over. And I'm fucking her. And right, and right as she's ready to come, $100 chips come flying out of her pocket. That's a good fantasy, isn't it? Yeah. How you doing, brother? I know the struggle, man. Is this your lovely wife? Yes, it is. Good for you. You ever been with a white girl? Blink once, yes, twice, no. In, interracial dating's tough. Interracial, I'll tell you what's really tough, is gay interracial dating. That's gotta be a tough call home. Dad, I'm gay. Now sit down. <laughs> What's your name, sir? Clarence. That's a that's a tough thuggy name for a brother, huh? Watch out, here comes Clarence. What's he gonna do? Our homework? Yo, man, go with Clay or something. <laughs> oh, I'm Clay. Here's the deal, Clarence. I'm a Jew, you're black. I know the struggle, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Listen to me. In this country, when people are racist, they're usually anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic, racist. It goes hand in hand. In this country, around the world, Jews were hated the most. Around the, and it took a lot of work, but we're number one around the world. <laughs> Right? But in this country, we're pretty much hated equal. You know what I'm saying, amongst, you know what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> Look right in front of you, you know what I'm saying? You see, turn around, see the guy behind you, him and his wife? 
They're all plantation owners right there. <laughs> Come on. Look at his wife. Come on. Listen to me. You, you know his wife used to sit on the porch, swing, call out to the fields. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is, if we combine forces, Jews and blacks, you know what I mean? We could, with our brains and money, and your strength and speed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nobody could fuck with us. That's all I'm saying. Look how nervous the white people get. North Carolina, this isn't even really the South, though. You guys, uh, you think it's the South, North Carolina. It's not really the South. Listen to me. <laughs> this is not really the South. I mean, South Carolina, Arkansas, I'm going to tell you the truth. This is kind of, North Carolina is like a rest area. <laughs> you know, for people driving down South, you know what I'm saying? Or people coming back up North. It's kind of, this is kind of a rest area. <laughs> You know, when people get to South Carolina, they go, oh, we made it down south. <laughs> it even has south in the name. You guys have fucking north in the name. <laughs> Sir, you don't laugh at stuff. You have agreed with everything I say. <laughs> like, whenever I say something, instead of laughing, you agree. <laughs> I, do you have a nervous habit? Because I don't want to attack you if you do, because it's really making me fucking uncomfortable. I don't like him. I was hanging with a crippled friend. The valet parker, the ticket taker, the two comics. I don't like him. You okay? Is that your dad? That's your dad? This has got to be a fun night out, huh? Is that your... What's that? It's his birthday? What do you want me to do? Put sparklers on my ass and do cartwheels? the thing about birthdays. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Here's the deal. If you're not 21 or 100, <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. It's, it's my birthday. I'm 101. Well, you fucked up. You should have been here last year. <laughs> we don't care. Is that your other son? Oh, okay. That's your son and that's your son? Okay. And your husband? No. No. Do you know this man next to you? You see this fucking guy? Listen to me. This is the kind of guy, if you're on a bus with him and he starts rocking, get the fuck off.
He's talking to himself, referring to himself as we. Get out. That's all I'm saying. Happy birthday. Hold on, I'm gonna have a piece of Nicorette gum then move on. Good stuff. You can't smoke anywhere. I feel sorry for smokers. Are there any smokers in here? How many? Come on. Jersey. You can't smoke anywhere without the whole world pointing at you. I feel so. It'd be easier. It'd be easier to snatch a kid than have a cigarette. <laughs> Billy? Billy? Anybody see Billy? No, but that fucking guy's smoking over there. You, you, should, you should have put a cigarette in Billy's mouth, then we would have kept our eyes on him. So you two aren't married? Are you, are you, are you dating? Yeah. yeah. He didn't know that, his eyes just lit up. <laughs> Did the kids know it? Oh, he put his hat on now. <laughs> he went undercover, folks. <laughs> Dave, there's some beautiful girls here. Look around, look at all this. You know what I'm saying, look at this. Are you two married? You. You with the, you two are married? Yeah. You're married to that guy? Yeah. Look at his haircut, he looks like a Roman nickel. <laughs> when you go down on her, do you say, I bring you news from the north? <laughs> How long are you married to her? Six years. She's very attractive, she's too attractive for you. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, you gotta know. It. I mean, you look at her, and then you look in the mirror, you're going, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> but that's okay. Because here's the deal. And any guy that has a hot girl and thinks uh, he can't hold on to her or he doesn't deserve her, that's all bullshit. Because most girls, and they know it, and you could ask them, most of them are damaged. And <laughs> they really are. They're damaged. And most, what you have to do, what you have to do is take advantage like of their insecurity or their weakness. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like if you, if a girl, if, you, if you're dating a girl and she thinks her arms just like a little too big, you gotta make her believe, bitch, you got the biggest arm on the planet. You're lucky I'm fucking you with that big arm. No, nobody else is gonna fuck you with that big arm. But I love you and I don't care about your big arm. I love you, just, it doesn't matter to me. Cause I love you, I'll sit outside the castle and go let down your arm. I love your big arm ass. It doesn't faze me that people walk by and put quarters in your mouth. 
and pull down your arm. Because I love you. I don't know anybody else that would fuck you with that arm. Although when I did meet you, you kind of deceived me and waved at me with your good arm. And here I thought you were a two good arm girl. And then you got out of the car and you dragged that big Goliath arm. But I love you, baby. Now put your arm in the wheelbarrow and let's get out of here. You know what I'm saying, huh? Right? I'm married. My wife, what's that? Bonnie. You know, that's my wife. Yes. Thank you for reminding me <laughs> of the person I'm married to. I'm here for you. What's that? I said, I'm here for you. You know, you're here for me? Okay, leave. <laughs> I don't like you. Don't make me go through everything again, but you know what I'm saying. He's on the list. My wife, Bonnie, has, has the flattest ass on the planet. I'm telling you, when I fuck her from behind, I feel like I'm fucking Jackie Chan's face. Is that one a little too rough? <laughs> Fuck her, she got a flat ass. She was in prison, Puerto Ricans would be playing handball off her ass. <laughs> we were in bed the other night, and she said, do you want to have sex or watch Top Chef? <laughs> I said, what are they cooking? We watch so many reality shows on Bravo. I'm surprised my TV doesn't have AIDS. <laughs> my wife, you're married six years. What does she do that, that bothers you? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> you little pussy with douchebag. Not to, oh wait, hold on. How long have you, how long are you married, uh, Dad, Mom? Almost forty six. Forty six. Holy! <laughs> wow. Are you guys still? <laughs> oh, what's that? I don't tell. You don't tell. <laughs> I'd love to see them two having sex. Did I come or break my hip? <laughs> 46 years. So, so you're gonna, you, it's working out. Huh? She's still trying to decide. Let me do the funny stuff, okay, Dad? <laughs> You keep 
keep looking at that black dude like you want to buy him, don't you? <laughs> you want to feel his muscles, don't you? <laughs> 46 years, good for you. There's something to celebrate. 46 years. I don't know if I, I'm going to last with my wife for 46 years. Well, then again, I'm too, I'd be 100 and something. So. <laughs> my wife sits in bed. We, we sit in bed together and we watch TV and we always have snacks at night. And sh she'll get an apple and I, it's, it's sent, like, she eats an apple. It's so loud. It sends chills through my veins. It's like, did I marry a fucking horse, okay? <laughs> I want to take a pickaxe and smash her through the apple into her skull in a, in a romantic way, okay? It's so fucking loud. I could be downstairs on the computer and I hear old stable face upstairs grazing on Triscuits. <laughs> so loud. I remember the first time I met her family. My wife is from Canada. Northern Canada. You from Canada back there? Yeah. What part? Montreal. Montreal. Ugh. Shit hole. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> My wife is from uh, northern Alberta, uh, Cold Lake. You know what that is, sir? It's, it's oil, yes, and farms. Four, four hours north of Edmonton. My wife grew up on a farm, and I had to meet her family. And, I, and I've never been to a farm. You know, I, I, was on, I mean, I'm a Jew from New Jersey, you know? I've eaten corn. So I, I, I go up, you know, to meet the family. I'm in the living room. I'm trying to explain to them what a Jew is, right? <laughs> and then the dad says, come out to the barn. I'll, I'll show you to milk a cow. I'm like, oh, shit. So, you know, I'm up there for a week, so I got to do whatever, you know. So we're in the barn. We're milking the cow. And I guess it's going well, <laughs> you know. And then all of a sudden, he squirts me with a little milk. So I squirt him back, right? And then we start squirting each other, and we're laughing and giggling, and, right? And then he started tickling me, and we started play wrestling, and then he raped me in the barn. And I was screaming at the top of my lungs, but nobody in the house could hear me because they were all eating fucking apples. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Forty-some years. Do you have kids, Dad? Two. Two? How about you? Six years. <laughs> Two. Why didn't you have to look at her? How pussy-whipped are you? 
You have two kids, Dad. You love them both. Oh, yeah. But which one do you like a little more than the other? <laughs> You take the fifth. That means there's one, you just don't want to answer it. <laughs> I, I, have, I have three daughters. Uh, Jessica's 21, Ellen is 19, and uh, Raina is four years old. Jessica, my 21-year-old, is my favorite. I tell Ellen, the 19-year-old, I go, look, I like you, <laughs> but not nearly as much as I like Jessica but at least you're in second place. Because <laughs> I really don't give a shit about the baby, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, well, I have a 21-year-old, a 21-year-old and a 19-year-old. What's, what's the four-year-old gonna do to impress me? I, I, I'm telling you, I've seen it all. <laughs> Daddy, look what I drew, it's a house. <laughs> no. It's scribble. <laughs> Your mom might tell you it's a house, but I'm not gonna bullshit you. It's scribble. Everything you draw is scribble. You know why? Because you're a scribbler. You're a four-year-old with a crayon who's out of control, you can't stay in between the lines. <laughs> Quit crying, man the fuck up, okay? <laughs> You're a scribbler. Okay, okay, would you live in it? <laughs> Jessica, Jessica, Jessica and Ellen are from my first wife. And I've, I was divorced, they were young, they were four and two. And Ellen took it tough, because I told her it was her fault, okay? <laughs> Everything was fine when it was just me, your mom, and Jessica, and then you came along and fucked everything up. And we tried to get her to leave, but she was only two, so. I left, but as I'm leaving, we all pointed at her, you know. Thanks. My four-year-old, Raina, besides my oldest daughters, my four-year-old is the most precious little princess on this planet. You have to see how adorable she is. She, I love her to death. I'm t I spoil all my kids, but the four-year-old, she just melts in my arms. I, I'm telling you, we were, the other night, this is a true story, I, I was trying to put her to bed. So, you know, she always wants me to tell her a story. So we're laying in bed and I'm, you know, I'm ad-libbing a story and I know she's not getting it because what the fuck does she know about threesomes, you know? And, uh, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> she's like, she's like, who's Tiffany? <laughs> so, this is true, I'm, I'm telling her a story, this is so funny. It's no punchlines, this is a true story. The other night, I'm laying in bed, I'm, trying, I'm telling her a story, I make up these characters and whatever, and the story's like 20 minutes long, right? And she's really into it. So then I, I'm done with it, I say, tell me a story. And she looks at me and says, once upon a time there was a daddy. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
unbelievable. That's my story. I really spoiled. We were in this doll store a month or two ago in New York. Just, these dolls were $100 a piece. And it's called Amer something girl, American girl. What's it called, American girl? It's a true story. And we're in the doll store, and, and she's, you know, three and a half at a time. And, I don't, and I, I don't care, but she's yelling at the top of her lungs. And she's yelling this. She's yelling, I want a black baby. So I told her to dye her hair blonde and gain 200 pounds in her ass. <laughs> she could have all the black babies she wants. Look at the white people looking to see if the black people are there. These fucking white people, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I had a colored friend in high school, you know. You're, you're from like an island or something. You're from like Trinidad, aren't you? Where are you from? Illinois. Illinois. Well, it's close. <laughs> What's your name, dear? Toya. What is it? Toya. Toya. Nice Irish girl. <laughs> you're hot. You're married? I got a car. <laughs> What's that? I can handle this, okay? What's that? If you want an island girl. Listen, let me explain something to you, sir. You're with three guys. <laughs> and you're giving me advice on how to get pussy. Shut your country mouth up, okay? Does your kid show any emotion? <laughs> Jesus Christ, how old are you, son? 16. 16, yeah, I guess this is the place to bring them. <laughs> 16, there's young girls, look at these girls. How old are you with the blonde hair? Yeah. I don't wanna know? You look young, are you young? You are in my fantasy. <laughs> 21, 22, ugh, can you remember those days, ladies, huh? 21, 22, that shit's as tight as a nickel, you know what I'm saying? It's like a little seashell down there. You put your ear to it, you can hear a mother yell, clean your room. I'm telling you, I'm not gonna lie. If I ever fucked a 21-year-old girl, I wouldn't even wash my dick. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'd go home to my wife and go smell 20 years ago. <laughs> I, uh, 16 years old. Are you in school? Are you doing the right thing? Yeah. All right, cool. Good. Little? You're not fucking around, are you? You're not getting high. Don't. <laughs> Listen to me. I, got, I just celebrated 25 years sober. 25 years with no alcohol or drugs. Uh, really? You're raising your beer? You think that, wow, I drink beer? Really? 
That's pussy, okay? I was a crack addict, bitch, okay? 25 years sober. I'm out of my mind in every other aspect in life. Obsessive, compulsive, I'm out of my, like, I am, so, I, if I go to sleep at night, my dresser drawers open this much, one inch, I have to get up and close it. You never know when a shirt's gonna fly out and attack you. <laughs> health, internet, I can't read anything on the internet about health. I, I, Cause I, for a month, I thought I needed a hysterectomy. <laughs> I'm just all fucked up in the head. <laughs> Letting go. I'm like a hoarder. I'm not bullshit. I'm like a hoarder. Like I, I just, I got, I don't buy one of anything. I got like, you know, and I'm a hoarder. And I can't let go of shit. I was dating this girl. I had, this is a true story. All the stuff from here on in is pretty much true <laughs> fucked up stories. <laughs> the, the stuff behind me that I said before, like the thing, uh, uh, on the farm, that didn't happen. <laughs> but this stuff is kind of true. Uh, letting, letting go is tough for me, in any, especially relationships. Like even if I'm miserable, I have a tough time. Like I was never the guy that broke up with somebody. Very rarely, I was usually the guy that got broken up with because I didn't have the self-esteem to break up with somebody. I was dating this girl. I had four months sober, and I met this girl. She was unbelievably beautiful. Unbelievable. She was prom queen, uh, head cheerleader, honor roll student. Uh, she had a built-in pool at her house. <laughs> and a pool table, and a pool. That was like fucking camp, okay? <laughs> and she was like, I had four months sober. I go, I hit lotto with this bitch, right? I mean, she had problems. She had eating disorders, which was a nightmare. Like, she was bulimic, which sucks, because anytime, listen to me, if you have a girl going down on you that's bulimic, you have to time it perfectly, okay? <laughs> so, so, she was beautiful, but crazy. But I had four months sober. I didn't know, I didn't know any better. I never met a girl this hot. So I move in with her and she's out of her mind. And I finally get the nerve to say, I'm leaving. She was crazy, we had a big fight one day. We're arguing. And she called her friend and goes, oh, we're fighting, we're having an argument, come over. So we're still arguing and she says, well, I'm gonna kill myself. I go, well, you better wait till your friend gets here, okay? Because <laughs> I'm not getting blamed for your fucking craziness. I go, I'm leaving, and I, and I moved out, I walked out. So she calls me three days later and said, come back, uh, I changed. And people, people change in three days. <laughs> so, so I, I, I went back. And, and, and then a week later, I'm not bullshitting, she kicked me out. She dumped me. Now I was out of my mind. I couldn't let go of this. I'm going, holy shit, how did this happen? How did you do this to me? I left you and came back and then you kicked me. And I couldn't let go of this. And I'm in 12-step meetings, and I'm always raising my hand. I go, oh, here he goes again, talking about the dumb fucking girl, right? So after a 12-step meeting, this guy brings me to the side and says, look, do you want to let go of this? I go, yes. Yes, I got it. It's driving me nuts. He said, this is what you do. They always have, they have great, uh, great solutions. He goes, 
get a shoebox, get a doll, write a note, and put the note and the doll in a shoebox and go in the backyard and bury it. I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna go into a store and go, uh, I'd like to buy a doll and a shovel. I'll be in the backyard burying and a cop will walk back. What are you doing, practicing? I don't fucking know. I said, I can't do it. So he said, okay, do this, get a note. They were big on notes. 12 step, 12 step people are big on notes. You're writing long fucking notes. He said, write a long note, get a helium balloon, tape the note to the balloon, and let it go to God. We go, well, I could do that. I go, okay, and I write the long note. And then, you know, when you need a helium balloon, you can't find one anywhere. <laughs> They didn't have dollar stores back then. They didn't have dollar stores back then. So I finally get a helium balloon. I swear to God, I write this long note, all my dysfunctions about me, my sexual inadequacy. How do you say it? Inadequacy. I'm gonna say it and you say this. I'll say the first word and you say it. All my sexual dysfunctions. I put everything in a note and I write it and I tape it to the balloon and I go behind my mother's apartment building and I let it go to God. And it got caught in the fourth floor balcony. So the next day, I'm burying a doll in a shoebox. Resentments are the worst. Resentments, I can't let go of shit. Resentments, they eat you alive. You know what I'm saying? Resentments here, ugh. When I was 21, 21 years old, I went to this ice cream parlor. And I was gonna get a cup of ice cream. I remember uh, uh, it was a blueberry, a blueberry cheesecake with pralines. I loved it. I might have even got high that day. I go, <laughs> right? I was 21, I was getting high then. I, I probably smoked a joint and said, I'm gonna get my ice cream. So I go into the ice cream store, I was 21, and the girl behind the counter was like 16 or 17 high school girl. I go, can I have a cup of ice cream? A scoop of ice cream. So she gives me a nice scoop. It was a pretty nice size. It puts it in a cup and I'm all excited. And I'm getting ready to grab it and leave. And the owner, I swear, the owner comes running out of the back and grabs the ice cream and takes one of those little taster sampler spoons and takes out two spoonfuls, two spoonfuls and puts it back into the five gallon ice cream container. Maybe one tenth of a cent. Takes it out and puts it back when I was 21. Do you know for, for 33 years, I've been going over in my head what I'm gonna say to her if we ever go back in the time? The first thing I'm gonna say is it's against the law to put the ice cream back into the <laughs> container. <laughs> then I'm gonna say, I'm never coming here again. <laughs> That's what I came up with <laughs> in 33 years. <laughs> See, when I was 21, 22, like you're young, this is when you have fun. You don't fuck up, but you have fun. Listen to me. You don't know, you're 16, you're sitting there like you know, but you don't. 
you don't know shit. Anybody under 25 doesn't know shit, okay? If you're under 25, you don't have a fucking opinion, shut your mouth and listen, okay? All right? You shouldn't even be allowed to vote because you have no, you're, you're too dumb. Why are you voting for him? Well, he, he, he's not the other guy. When I was 21, I had a lot of fun back then. I did a lot of coke, but I had fun. I had a painting business. I painted houses, but it failed because I was scared of heights. People would ask me to paint their house, and I, I'd say, well, I'll do the first floor. You don't see any ladders on my truck. And I always owed drug dealers money, but I painted my pickup truck a different color every week <laughs> with house paint. And drug dealers are like, there he goes. Nah, his truck was brown. <laughs> so we used to cop coke. This is, we used to cop coke from these gay guys. My roommates and I used to cop coke from these gay guys. Uh, they even had gay names, Doug and Dickie. And we used to go, my roommates and I, myself, Dirk, and Kevin, we would go every weekend. <laughs> what, you're laughing at Dirk's name? That's his name. Myself, Dirk, and Kevin, we used to go to Doug and Dickie's apartment <laughs> on Friday or Saturday night and do ton, tons of coke. Doug was like a 38-year-old white dude. Dickie was like this light-skinned black dude. He was like 35. And we were 21, 22, and we looked good. We were young and doing coke, so we were ripped, okay? We had no body fat. And we'd go up to these gay guys' apartment, and there'd be coke on the table, and all the bullshit small talk, and the whole time we're thinking, how can we get more free coke from these gay guys? And they're thinking, how can we fuck these young boys, okay? <laughs> so, every week we'd go up there, Dickie, the light-skinned black dude, would say to Dirk or Kevin, or ask Dirk or Kevin, he'd say, come upstairs, I have to show you something. So one of them would go upstairs, do tons of free coke, tons. He'd ask if he could suck their dick. Supposedly they said no. <laughs> and, and we would leave, and we'd leave. So we're going up there for months on end, and Dickie's never asking me to go upstairs. So, so I'm starting to get a complex. I'm starting to feel like the other guy, you know what I mean? I'm at home, I'm moping around, I'm all depressed. My mom's like, calm down, give it time, he'll ask to suck your dick, you know. So, we were going up there one Friday, this is no lie. There's nobody, we're, I said, enough of this bullshit. So I put on my basketball shorts. And they were like up to here. They were short. Short, very short. And I had no underwear on. And we're sitting in the living room. And you can see like the tip of my dick. And like a little ball sack. I go, I know I'm going upstairs now. I felt like prom queen. I did, I go... Today's my day. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Dickie says to Kevin, do you want to go upstairs 
and we'll leave the homo in the shorts down here. <laughs> the gay guy called me a homo. How do you come back from that? <laughs> then I, uh, I progressed. I started smoking, uh, started smoking coke, and uh, I got clean. And then 25 years, and here I am. Although, although I have not put anything in my, in my system for 25 years. I still have some of the habits and behaviors of a drug addict sometimes. Sometimes I still act like a drug addict. Last week I was driving through Dunkin' Donuts through the drive-thru. I'm going through the drive-thru at Dunkin' Donuts and I ordered a coffee and a donut. So I pull up to the window, the dude opens the window and he's holding the coffee and the donut. And I'm holding the money. And I'm looking at him and he's looking at me. I'm going, look, pal, I'm not giving you the money till you give me at least the donut, okay? I don't know you like that. Right? So we're arguing, we're arguing, and he finally gives me the donut, and, and I drove away. You can't trust everybody. <laughs> All right, here's the last thing. How, how long have I been up here? Yo, I forget, what's the MC's name? Hey, Caligula Head. <laughs> how long have I been up here? An hour. Oh, okay. Hold on, let me see, is my recorder? I'm making a CD tonight. I think I got, I think I got a new CD out of this, out of this show. I think, uh, I didn't, uh, here's the deal, I got a couple more, here's the deal, uh, and I'm not bullshitting, I need cash, I am not fucking around. <laughs> listen to me, because I listen to the dumb club owner here, I got a two, two CD collection, two CDs here, they're two different hours, and they are both hilarious, believe me, and they usually go for $20, but I, one, no one has money, so they're going to be cheaper. I don't know why the Jews are looking at me, because you know you're not fucking buying anything. <laughs> fucking Jews are the fucking worst. Little touchy, fucking touchy, touchy. What's on them? It's fucking comedy. And here's the thing, I, I, I almost sold out, and then the dumb owner goes, you gotta have another box overnighted to you. So now I'm stuck here with a bunch of fucking, I'm not fucking around people, listen to me. <laughs> I'll be outside, buy these, because I'm not going to have any more of them, because I'm making a new CD now, so they're on their way out, and the money goes to a real good cause. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> I fly home tomorrow, last night in the hotel. Like, I don't, I don't pick up girls on the road, I'm, I'm married, I never, unless, you know, someone really has low self-esteem or... <laughs> pick up some dumb girl and I gotta sit and listen to her in a hotel. Do you like North Carolina? <laughs> Do you travel a lot? Look, can you get the fuck out? <laughs> Here's my CD, go. <laughs> I uh, go back to my room usually uh, in the hotel. I play this game called Why Are You Here? What I do is I get naked in my hotel room, naked, and I run around in circles 
until I'm exhausted. <laughs> then I stop and I tuck my dick between my legs so it looks like a pussy, right? <laughs> and, and I run in the corner, I go, stop, stop. And then I pull my dick out and go, you know you want it. <laughs> Why are you here? Does anybody else play that game? <laughs> Good night, thank you.